Hello, welcome back to Silsa Sharma in English. We are at the beginning of chapter 19. We're actually discussing now the components, the element of what a chassid is. And the Ramchal broke it up into three main roots, which is, you know, and this is a very long chapter, but uh, there's three main roots, which are the action itself, how the action is carried out, and the intent behind the action. And all these are components in the act of, 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 of what a chassid does when, they do, when he serves a Kodesh Baruch when he's doing a mitzvah. So we started talking about the first component, which is the action itself. And from that action itself, there are two subcategories or two branches. One is being Adam Lamakum, the action between man and God. And one is between men and man. So in the last podcast, we covered the actions between man and God. And now we're up to... The actions between man, man to man, man and his friend. And this also is going to be divided now into three sub-subcategories. Um, I wish I could give you a visual because it sounds complicated, but it's really not. So within this, between, between man and his friend, there's three components of what, when this chassid does a mitzvah, when this person does, helps out or, or, or is involved with people, there's three components what he does. And the first thing, he uses his body, he uses his money, and he uses his soul. That sounds very cryptic, but it's not. Let's see. So for the, regarding the goof, regarding the body, the first part, he uses his mind, he uses his body any way he can to help someone. That is, if he sees a guy walking in the street and he can lighten his load by taking something from him or something fell and he went and picked it up. This is who they are. They, they think about how can I use my body to, to help my friends? It's a mitzvah. It says, right? You should love your friend like you love yourself. So he does that. If he sees, if his friend is walking in the street and he's about to trip on something, he removes it, uses his body um, and goes out of his way to exert himself in order to help his friend out. The second thing, mamon, okay, money. So he takes his own money and he, he sorry, he takes what he, not, not he takes his own money, but he treats his friend's money as he would treat his own, which means that he would, if, uh, for example, he would prevent damages from happening. If, if he sees, he walks by, you know, uh, someone's house and you see the gate is left open, he'll close the gate. Um, you know, uh, someone leaves something in shul, and it can get damaged, he'll bring it home. You know, he'll be very, very careful, okay, to uh, protect his friend's um, property and his money. Now, it, do now, it, it doesn't uh, limit it to um, just your friend, also public property. He really goes, especially involving the shul and mom and hektish, all those things he'll go out of his way and really go beyond the call of duty to make sure that the money or the value of something of value from his friends are protected and not um, destroyed. Uh, and the last thing is his nefesh, his soul. So concerning the emotions, right, his nefesh, he goes, he strives to provide to his fellow whatever gratification he can, whether that's in matters of honor, or any of the matters that affect his fellow, he'll treat them with honor, give them covered, you know, uh, um, anything which he knows that will be a, a, a delight for his friend that he would appreciate. 
you know, you know your friend likes a certain something, he likes the shul at a certain temperature, and he's coming, you'll make sure that the temperature of the shul is right. So all these other different things that he does. He, he, anything about which he knows that if he would do it for his friend, his friend would receive a sense of satisfaction, he will do it. It's included in the imperative of Hasid to do so. That is all these things are certainly a chassid demands that he not cause his fellow any form of anguish whatsoever. So the bottom line is, right, as you see the root of chassid, and I think he's going to talk about it right now, but the root of a chassid is chesed, kindness. That's really all what this is about, especially when it comes to involving a relationship between you and your friend. The sum of the matter is, is, is that this practice that we just discussed is known as gemilas chassadim, bestowing kindness and about which our sages of blessed memory spoke undeservingly in its praise and regarding, unreservedly in its praise regarding our obligation to perform, we know we have to do it. Also included in this category is their pursuit. You run after, you go out of your way to make sure that there's peace and there's shalom between you and your friend, between, between friends and so on. And now he's going to go and start bringing all these proofs, which will... Um, he goes and digresses and talks about proofs and so on of, uh, of, of why, why, even though you don't need proof to really say why you're supposed to do chesed, but uh, we'll, con- it will, we'll, we'll just show you now, we'll give you one or two examples, but I'll continue more in the next podcast just to keep them short. And now I'm going to give you proofs to support all these ideas, even though these matters are obvious and don't require any proof whatsoever. So you see in, in Mestachus Megillah, in the chapter of Bnei'ir, it says very clearly, they went to, you know, the, the students of Rabbi Zakeh asked him, Rabbi, why were you Zoka to, why were you merited long days? And he said, I was merited long days because in all my life, I never went to the bathroom within four hour, four hours of where I daven. Now, obviously, you know, back then they didn't have bathrooms like we have today. There were outhouses or people had to go to the bathroom. People had to urinate, they, you know, they found the, you know, an alleyway or whatever an area and they would, they would go to the bathroom. So um, Rozaka said, I always made sure that I was never within forms of my learning. And I'm guessing back then it was a major challenge to, to do that. Another thing he says, I never gave a nickname for my friends. I never also, interesting, I never neglected to recite Kiddush by day and uh, with wine. And you should just know that he was so poor, he had no money. That his mother, his mother actually, he, his mother did this. He's not asking his mother to do that. His mother sold the covering of her head. She had a, a hair covering for her head. She sold that so she can have enough money to buy wine for Rav Zakai for Shabbos to make kiddush during the day. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? And now you're going to see. Just think about this. Now Ramchal is going to talk about this for a second. Here you have an example of both a, uh, what it means to be a chassid, what it means to be someone who loves HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Rav Zakei practiced chassidus in this with, with mitzvahs. And you see how poor he was that his mother had to sell, his mother wanted to sell her head covering just so there's enough money for Kiddush for wine, so she could buy Kiddush with wine. So obviously Rav Zakei was putter. He didn't have to make Kiddush with wine. He was putter. But no, he wanted to do it so badly. He loved the Kaddish Baruch so much. That's what you see what a chassid is. And it bothered him. He didn't have Kiddush. So that's why his mother 
sold the sold the sold the uh, sold the the head covering for um for, for her to buy wine, and also when he says, "I never addressed the I never." Called a friend by a nickname or a degree name. That means even if my friend allowed it or didn't didn't bother him, he still would not do it. And then he comments also on Ravuna. Ravuna also he had he was so poor that uh, he had to sell. He he also didn't have money for kiddush and wine, and he sold his belt and his pants couldn't stay up. So he said he took a a piece of grass because that grass is free, and he tied the grass around his waist so his pants don't fall. But he sold his belt. So he can make Kiddush by Yom Day. So now you see more of, of, of what these Hasidim are, what these these great tzaddikim. They, you, you think they, they you think they were trying to burden themselves? Absolutely not. They wanted to express. It, it was the biggest honor for them to show Hakadosh Baruch Hu how much they love them by how much they love Hakadosh Baruch Hu by by selling something that's so important to them. Remember, it wasn't essential for their survival because if it was essential for their survival, obviously they weren't allowed to do it. But it wasn't essential for their survival. It was. Uh, it was. They. They were able to. They were able to um, exert themselves and show Kodesh Baruch Hu, Look how much I love you. That I don't care. I don't. I don't need a belt. I can tie grass around my. Uh, you know, around my waist. I want to make Kiddush Mawan. So you know, you, you'll see. Um, you see exactly where um, where this is going. So we'll continue more with this concept uh, in the next podcast.